decided to stay in the back, so, uh, oh, Marlon. <laughs> uh, it's good to be here this evening. Uh, I felt a little bit like a school teacher this afternoon, though. I was kind of wishing for some more snow. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it is good to be here, and uh, yeah, I'm, I feel very blessed that, to be able to share, and there's, it felt like uh, many different ways I could go with the, the topic of how God speaks, how we listen, and especially tonight, how he communicates with us. Um, so I'm sure I'll miss a few things, and I, um, I pray. My prayer tonight is that the name of the Lord would be glorified and um, that he would use me to speak to you. I kind of had a, a head start. I've been thinking about this the last couple weeks about how God speaks specifically to me, um, and I hope you guys have been thinking a little bit about how God speaks to you, and I'm sure for each one of us, it it is different. Uh, we all go through different experiences, but tonight I'm going to go over a few of uh, a few ways that, yeah, God has spoken to me, but few ways that I trust he speaks to you as well. The first, first off, we're going to look at why does, yeah, I want us to think about why does God even want to communicate with us? Um, why does he want to, why does he, he want us to, to communicate with him even? Uh, God is a personal God. He wants to have a genuine relationship with us. He created us to love Him and to worship Him, to serve Him and fellowship with Him. Because of that is why He wants to communicate with us. And He wants to communicate with us on a personal level. Um, We aren't the the newborn baby that's being held and nourished and pretty much sleeps and eats all day long. We aren't the the toddler who is just uh, running around and playing and, um, yeah, needs to be fed, that kind of thing. God wants a relationship with us that's personal and um, that is... That is, I like to think of more of on a friend-to-friend level or a, a friend-to-peer to or a, a, a father, father-and-son level. Um, that kind of communication, that relationship is what God wants with us. So, I guess let me ask you first. Did, how did God speak to you? this last week, did he speak to you? Um, Yeah, what ways did he speak to you?
say again, Drew? Prayer in the Bible. Yeah, that's good. I they will be they'll be talking about the scripture and the Holy Spirit the next two nights, so we're not gonna get into that as much. Uh the first way that I want to look at how God speaks to us is through prayer. And um I'd like like to start at James James five and read verses 13 to 20, and I will be reading in the NIV. Verse 13. Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them, and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. My brothers and sisters, if one of you should wonder from the truth, and someone bring that person back, remember this, whoever turns a sinner from the air of of their way will save them from death and cover over a multitude of sins. In verse 16, it says, the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And that is one way that God speaks to us through those daily moments of silence. Um, I know sometimes I struggle with, um, yeah, feels like prayer isn't, or it feels like our communication with God, even in prayer, sometimes uh, we're calling out to him and uh, he's not always uh, answering back or he's not always um, speaking back to us uh, right in that moment. Uh, and sometimes we need to, to, to take time to be quiet and, and rest and and have peace in those moments of waiting for for God to speak to us but prayer is a very powerful way and of um of speaking to God and and of him speaking to us 
I want to look at James 1, 5 through 8 as well. I have a few passages here that I'll read. James 1, 5 through 8. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And... I don't know about you, but verse 7 really sticks out to me. Uh, For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. And I know too often for me, I'm in my prayer life, it, it feels often like I'm asking and wanting, um, maybe I'm Asking what I should do in this situation, or you know what what decisions what decision should I make? And um, yeah, right here it says that uh, we shouldn't we shouldn't be asking, thinking that we're going to receive anything from the Lord. Um, he doesn't owe us. He doesn't owe us anything. It also says in verse 5, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth. And through prayer, asking God for wisdom. Um, and I, th- I think it's important that it's, it's not just this prayer of uh, we need, whenever, whenever we're in a tough time, we're praying or we're asking God to, you know, take care of us or whatever. This is a relationship, like I said at the beginning, that is a genuine relationship. It's not a, um, we can't be expecting to hear from God if we aren't putting into the relationship and, and if we're not, it's like, it's like our human relationships. I mean, is, is somebody just going to answer the phone if we, if out of the blue, I mean, I, normally don't answer my phone if I don't know the number. So are we are we putting into the relationship or are we just thinking we're just going to call on God whenever we need to and he'll speak to us magically um, out of the blue. Uh, I don't think it works that way. Um, and in my life, it it definitely... Definitely hasn't worked that way. Also want to look at Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So, I mean, here again, we just, we need to, we need to uh, let our requests be made known unto God. Um, 
also want to look at Matthew 6, 6. But thou, when thou prayest, enter, in thy, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut the door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. And uh, I think oftentimes we think of reward as, um, you know, he's going to maybe give us what we want uh, openly or give us what we're asking. Uh, that's not necessarily the case. It's not necessarily what he's saying. Um, maybe he's, I mean, maybe it's not how we're expecting it to be, the reward that we're or whatever we're asking for. Maybe he has a, a, something else in mind. So I think the biggest thing with, with prayer, are we in continual daily prayer? Are you seeking God out? Are you giving him a chance to talk to you? Maybe you're not even taking that time for, uh, for God to actually uh, speak to you. And is... Prayer your last resort, or is it your first response when when something comes up? Is it is it is it the first thing you turn to, or are you trying to? I know uh, in our day and age, it feels like we have a lot of money and power, and we have big machines and big uh, expensive technology and stuff so oftentimes we go that resort we go that route and if we can't figure it out then then we start praying um kind of like it's our our last hope when it for when it should be our first response another way god speaks to us is through his creation and um through nature and i think virgil said um, through the snow, uh, that's one way. Um, I had to think of of the many, I, I shouldn't even say many hours, uh, the times I spent in the woods here and there um, have been rewarding for me. Um, The just the peacefulness. I don't know. Some some of you guys don't understand. Some of you women don't understand. That's fine. Maybe you find that peacefulness in your garden, or uh, hopefully you're finding it somewhere. But uh, just those those moments in God's um, in the middle of God's creation in the wild. I don't know. Maybe it's a mile away from any any other civilization, maybe it's a hundred yards off your back porch, whatever. In those still moments, um, God can speak to us. And in those, in those uh, moments when we recognize the beauty around us and we recognize the creation um, and what he did uh, when he created this earth, that those can be some of the most amazing moments or some of the um, some of the most times that where God speaks to us and I think uh, as I'm going along the common theme is 
you know, are we giving God the space to talk to us? Uh, and that's really difficult. And, uh, or we say, we come up with excuses that it's really difficult in this day and age. But um, like I said, for, for some people it's, um, you know, it might be gardening or hunting or maybe you have, a, um, you know, maybe like fishing or whatever. Are you giving, are you giving God that chance to speak to you? Psalm 19, 1 and 2 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. And um, the heavens declaring the glory of God, we are... I would say we're very blessed. I mean, it's the dead of winter, and last night the the sunset was beautiful. Um, the sunrises are have been amazing. If you don't get up that early, you probably should. Um, and um, yeah, I I think I know that God speaks to us through those times, and and just the fact that. Um, his mercies are new every morning for us, for each one, of, each one of you is amazing and is a way he's speaking, speaking to us. Um, but I guess there again, if you're going to sleep in or whatever, sleep through the, the sunrise, then you're not giving God the space to, to talk to you through creation, through nature. Here, uh, it uses the word firmament. And the definition of that is the heavens or the sky, especially when regarded as a tangible thing. And we saw the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. It's a tangible thing. It's, It's what we're seeing. Also, Romans 1 Verse 18 to 23. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were, they, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds, and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Verse 20 there, it says, Even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Uh, talking about creation there. And, and it's showing the power of God. And, and it is one way that he speaks to me. And I hope he 
speaks to you. Another way he speaks to us is through our peers. And maybe that's a a close friend. Um, Maybe it's, you know, the preachers. um, Through your parents. uh, He's speaking to God through our peers. uh, And through people around us. With, uh, With friends... I had to think of, you know, are we an encouraging friend or are we a friend that is constantly complaining? Because if you're that complaining friend, then I'm pretty sure the people around you aren't going to be enjoying you that much and they're probably not going to end up encouraging you. Um, we, we live in a day and age where um, we take it upon ourselves to be the, the judges of everybody's lives and... Um, if you're that person, you're not an encouraging person, and the people around you are probably not very encouraging either. So, are they um, are they going to be speaking? Is God going to be speaking through them to you? You need to surround yourself with people that are going to be uh, and will be used by God um, to speak to you. Another one is our parents, um, just the relationship we have with them. It, it all starts with respect on both levels. Um, but for us children, do we respect our parents? Do we actually listen to what they say? Or do we write them off as old and uh, not with the times and that kind of thing? Or do we allow God to speak through them? Or do we think we have it figured out ourselves? Um, Proverbs 20, verse 17 says, Bread of deceit is sweet to a man, but afterwards his mouth shall be filled with gravel. Every purpose is established by counsel. And with good advice make war. He that goeth about as a table bearer revealeth secrets. Therefore meddle not with him that flattereth with his lips. Whoso curseth his father or his mother, his lamp shall be put out in obscure darkness. So are we allowing the people around us to, to, to speak to us? Um, are we allowing? Are we surrounding ourselves with with people, um, with good people, good friends? Another way God speaks to us is through difficult times. Um, maybe that's in the moment. Maybe that's uh, past experiences where we can uh, actually after we get through that experience, look back on and see different areas where God spoke to us. Uh, and, and while we may feel alone in some of those experiences, they can be uh, some, of the, some of the best or some of the most, um, yeah, afterwards, some of the 
the times where we realize that, you know, God really spoke to me uh, through this time. I had to think of a moment um, that happened a couple months ago with a friend of mine. Uh, he was getting married, and it was his wedding week. And, um, well, I should say, I was, I was going through somewhat of a tough time and feeling like, you know, I don't know, God just... He just really wasn't speaking to me. Uh, and looking back, there was things, you know, I wasn't always allowing him, giving him that time to speak to me. Um, but, yeah, I was going through a, a time where it felt, where I felt alone. And my friend was, uh, it was his wedding week, and uh, I sent him a message of, you know, just encouragement, you know, Hey, enjoy the week, whatever. And he responded back and said it meant a lot to him and it felt like it was a godsend and, and something that he needed. And I just felt like in that moment, uh, like God spoke to me and, and, and uh, through that, even when I was feeling um, alone and feeling like, yeah, like I, I, like God wasn't near. He was there, and it's like, uh, it's like they say. The um, I guess most teachers. I don't know about. I don't know that Daniel can stay quiet this long, but most teachers are quiet during a test. So uh, that's a little bit how uh, God can be with, <laughs> with us. Um, you know, if we're not hearing from Him. Uh, we do need to seek him out and and seek out what you know um, and give him the space to speak to us. Uh, I wanted to go over a little bit maybe why why we don't hear God speak to us. Uh, I think I had to think of an interesting with communication and uh, with how God communicates to us. Uh, we live in this age where it's like we can just like pick up our phone and call somebody and it's instant. And if they don't like, you know, if you call your wife and they don't respond or they don't answer and you don't know where they are, well, you call them again and, and you expect them to, to talk. I mean, you expect them to answer. and to, Or if you send somebody a text and they don't respond for like a day, you're like, I mean, what's wrong? And... I wonder sometimes how much that is affecting the way we feel like God should speak to us. Um, it's and it makes it difficult. Um, you know, are we okay with with waiting and waiting on God and and waiting to and seeking Him out, or do we just you know call one time, uh, call the second time, and if He doesn't answer, then just like let it go and move on? Or do we actually wait and listen? Do we give him, um, do we seek him out uh, and let him speak to us? Do we, yeah, do we become passive with God? Do we expect him to just speak to us without initiating the conversation? It goes back to, to what, is our, what is our relationship with God are we are we actually seeking him out? Are we actually um, 
Have we cultivated a relationship? Are we cultivating a relationship that allows him to speak to us? A few other reasons why, um, yeah, why we might not be hearing him speak to us. You know, are we not taking time to read the word and, um, and pray? Um, I know, yeah, there's a lot more that could be said about, about um, scripture and uh, the Holy Spirit and how it, in that regard, and I'm looking forward to, to hearing that in the next few nights. Um, and maybe I should ask again, uh, how did, uh, yeah, how did God speak to you uh, in the last week? Uh, have, you, have you thought of anything else? Uh, that maybe is, uh, maybe it's small, maybe it's, um, yeah. How did God speak to you? Well, I hope that this, my prayer is that this week uh, we are cultivating that relationship and we are seeking God out and, um, and we are, you know, opening up that line of communication to God and um, find moments to, to be quiet, um, find moments to, to rest, then also, um, take those opportunities to encourage other people in that way uh, speaking into their lives. I think at this time we'll stand and have a word of prayer.